Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome to episode eight of Within the Lines. Friday, March 10th, 2019. I'm going to be on my way to Phoenix at the time this episode drops. We don't got a whole lot of sports news for you today. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Anything we say might be a little outdated, so we decided to go movie heavy. Yeah, we're going to talk a little Captain Marvel and then uh, rank our Pixar movies. Not top five. We're going through the entire... Not top ten. Not top twelve. Entire... Is a discography? I don't know. We're gonna do all twenty entire collection of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) It will not be an entire collection of dicks. (laughs) Entire collection of Pixar movies. Let's do this thing. I don't feel so good. Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! <sighs> okay, I'm finally done laughing. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. All right, so we said it was going to be movie heavy. We do have one sports. Re- First, I want a full disclosure. This stops anyone from listening to the episode. There is no trivia time with Tyler this week. I could not think of anything, it, maybe if it comes to me in the middle of the episode, but I don't know. I just couldn't really think of anything to go along with what we're talking about today. You got to start hitting our DMs or something with the 
trivia topics. Yeah, for real, honestly. Test me on. But uh, yeah, we're going to have one sports thing. We said whatever drops on Friday probably won't be relevant if we talk about it now. I think there's one thing we can be certain will be relevant on Friday and the next Friday and probably all the way up until the end of the NBA season, Jason. What's that time? The Lakers are awful, dude. Yeah, it's kind of sad. They're it's... so bad. They just got their ass beat by the Suns. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's real bad. They're not making the playoffs. I've officially wait. Well, he's lost to the Clippers last night, but I've officially yeah. waved the white flag for them. Unless they win like their next three by the time this drops, but well, they're playing the Nuggets. The they'll play the Nuggets in between when we're recording and when the episode drops, and they'll probably lose that too. Yeah, that's the only game in between. Um, so Lonzo's out for the season, and he was a big part of their you know game plan and everything. Yeah, it's. I wrote after the. I want to say it was after they lost to the Bucks. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, after they lost to the Bucks, I wrote something where like the next five games will determine whether or not they are a playoff team. Because they had the Suns, that should have been a, one, a win. A Clippers, they're like the seventh seed. That's like a playoff seeding game. That's a game you need to win. Nuggets, they're in the top of the conference. But, you know, if you're going to be a playoff team, you have to beat them or at least be competitive. Celtics, they've already beaten. You know, there's the rivalry. And then the Bulls, another bad team they should beat. Those five games, you know, I made the case where if they go 4-1, and 5-0, and oh, they might make two, three games in the standings. And then all of a sudden, they are a playoff team. But, I mean, they're 0-2 so far in those five. And now they're five and a half out of the eighth seed. And they're, they're done, dude. It's time to shut everyone down. It looks bad, dude. Brandon Ingram was, you know, on pace with LeBron as far as points here recently in the past couple of games. He's out with an injury. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma rolled his ankle last night. I don't know how long he's out. It's just real ugly. Um, little uh, insider info. I'm writing an article right now about why it's time to shut down all the key players. And by the time we drop this, the article is going to be out. So I'm going to give you my four reasons why it's time to shut down the key players, Ty. Talk to me, Jay. Number one. Very obvious number one. You always got to start with the obvious. Of course. Reel the reader in. The Los Angeles Lakers won't make the playoffs regardless. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance of that. Number two, keep the young core healthy for possible trade talks. You don't want to hurt them even more. Get your trade chips in, uh, in line. Number three, it helps the Los Angeles Lakers move up in the draft order. That is true. Start bombing and get a better draft pick. I mean, I don't. the odds are still like crazy, crazy low. But if they can go from having like a 2% chance of getting a top five pick to having like, you know, a 10% chance, like... Yeah. Just do it. Just get the higher pick, you know, because they don't even have to draft anyone. They can just use that in trade talks, you know. Having the ninth overall pick is a lot more attractive than having the 14th overall pick. Oh, yeah. They can so, get a lot more for that. And then just it's weird, too. It's only five picks less, but since it's top 10 and, you know, it's just like it gets way overvalued. Yeah. And number four, it helps evaluate the other guys for next season. So, like, Josh Hart, you know, the rookie from this year, Maurice Wagner. All just backup players. Yeah. Not the veterans who have expiring contracts, but the ones that are going to be there next year or maybe the ones they want to bring back, you know, gives them a chance to kind of do what they want to do and see who they want to keep yeah. who they're going to get rid of. Yeah. I'm, it just baffles me, dude, that they're so bad. Like, everyone was expecting that, you know, oh, the Lakers, LeBron's going to be here at the young core. I genuinely think remove LeBron from this year's Lakers and last year's uh, Cavaliers. Yes. I think the Lakers have a better roster. And a oh, absolutely. Team. One million percent. And look what he did with the Cavaliers. Yeah, but they played in the East and this year the East is stacked, but last year it wasn't it was as awful. Yeah. And he missed a lot with the groin injury this year. Well, yeah, if you look at it, that's when it went downhill. They peaked on Christmas Day. Let me see. Um, NBA standings on any date. I know baseball has this. I don't know if they have it on basketball reference. They do. So, let's see. We're on March 4th, 2019. Let's go to December 25th. I'm trying to just fill radio time while I search this. Because I want to say they were like the fourth seed. So, yeah, Christmas. They weren't the fourth seed, but they were the sixth seed. 
Oh, no, they were the sixth seed, but they were tied for the fourth seed. So they were right there. 19 and 14. That's just crazy to me, dude. Yeah, it's just... They have so much a better, you know, so much better of a team as far as, like, those supporting players. And just everything that could go wrong for the Lakers has gone wrong. Dude, they were three and a half games out of first. That's they insane. have gone 11 and 20 since then. So you have LeBron who gets hurt. They struggle without him. And then LeBron comes back, but Lonzo's hurt. And Lonzo Ball, I wrote an article about this already live by the time recording this. going to be live still when you listen to this. He's the biggest winner out of all this. Because if you look at the narrative on Twitter for Lonzo Ball before this injury, you know, oh, his shot sucks. His dad's yeah. annoying. We don't need him. He's a bust. Now it's, oh, my God, I miss Lonzo Ball. I miss his defense. <laughs> He's the biggest winner. The you know? Center's on fire without him there. No one knows what to do. It's Obviously, he wants to be there to help his team, but there's got to be a part of him that's, like, grinning, like, looking on Twitter, like, see, like... Like, I yeah, do make. I might not be a great scorer, <laughs> but I'm a good defender, and I freaking. You just watch clips, and like he'll rotate, help defense. Like his defense, is like kind of sums everything together, and that's why the Lakers suck. Yeah. Is they're just terrible defensively, so bad, man. He's a playmaker too. He helps them on offense. Yeah, it's something like. Oh, I'm not going to be able to look at this, but they allow so many points. He's missed. What is this? 64 minus 47. He's missed 17 games now. And they're well, probably the rest of the season. One and three, two and three, two and four, two and five, three and five, three and six, three and seven, four and seven, four and eight, four and nine, five and nine, five and twelve with Lonzo Ball out. Yeah, that's almost as worse as bad as when they were missing LeBron. Yeah, it is. I mean, and no one wanted to you know give him any recognition or anything as far as being one of their main players. Yeah, I saw this crazy. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I doubt it, but it was like this crazy. Crazy stat where it's like Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, and Brandon Ingram have only... It was a tweet, so I'm not going to be able to find it. But it was something like they've only played like 23 games together in their two years together. Something crazy like that. Like there's always been one of them that was out. That's insane. Yeah. Because Ingram was out for a little bit last year and then Ball was out a lot. And then this year Ball's been out and it's just... They're good when they're together, but... It's a really good young core if they can stay healthy and everything. But like I said, everything that could go wrong for the Lakers has gone wrong. And they're going to miss the playoffs because of it. Yeah, and LeBron, I'm the first one to stand guard and defend LeBron and everything. But, I mean, he's been he's been playing good. But just like his comments don't make sense. He, you know, he's not playing defense. There was that video of Kuzma literally pushing yeah. him to play defense. <laughs> which, to play devil's advocate... Kuzma was supposed to come off that screen and defend him. It was a and it was, Kuzma was kind of like, oh shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I fucked up. But still, like. But even before that, there's the video of LeBron. Everyone's saying, oh, he was playing zone. But he's like, you know, 10 feet off the person yeah. on the three line. And he just lets him take the wide open shot. And then he just sits there, turns around, watches the layup, doesn't go for the rebound. Like, it just doesn't seem like he wants to win. Yeah, I saw, like, it makes no sense either because I get, like, he'll kind of sag off these guys who shoot, like, 28%, you know, without. Or 28% from three or whatever. Yeah. But it's still a professional basketball player. Ooh, that was a weird... I don't know if the camera, if the mic's going to pick that up. That did sound weird. Uh, he's still a professional basketball player, and he shoots 28% with moderate defense on him. If you just leave him wide open, you know, a 28% shooter in the, the league's going to make most of those. Like, that's, like, the logic. Like, yeah. LeBron's trying to play the numbers game. And you can make the case he's trying to do what he did last year with the Cavs and, like, not play defense. That way he could put so much energy on offense. But that's not what this team needs. This team can score points. This team just can't. Not only that, it's not like he's been going. It's not like he's been doing amazing on offense. You know. Yeah, he's good, but he's he's not. He's good, but it's not like he's been above and beyond everyone else on the team. I think Rondo was close to him in points the last game. Ingram was close to him the game before. Yeah, Rondo though, it's funny. Like his stat line is always good, but if you watch him play, he makes like boneheaded mistakes. Oh, hundred percent. He's just. 
that, I mean, it hurts that he has to play that many minutes. And I think um, not, I don't know when it was, but I think it was against the Suns. He was like one for 10 shooting. Yeah. So it's, it's just. And then I saw a tweet today. I quote tweeted it. Some guy was like, you know, how are you going to let Rondo take as many shots as you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but if LeBron took, you know, 40 shots or took Kobe level shots and they lost, he would still be getting hammered by Laker fans. It would be the same uh, same storyline that they had with Kobe. You know, he never passes or anything like LeBron. But Kobe stands don't admit that. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the outside story. It would be hilarious. Kobe stands being like, oh, LeBron shoots too much. And it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> wait a minute here. Yeah. So I don't know. Their front office is kind of screwed things. I mean, I understand most of their moves they've made, but. I mean, trading a Vika Zubak, I don't know if you're familiar with them, to the Clippers. That was it, it was to open a roster spot, and they literally haven't signed anyone with the roster spot still. I don't know what the intent was there. Like, the whole another argument was like, oh, we might not re-sign them next year. Well, a reported argument. Lakers obviously don't argue with riders like me. Yeah. Was, you know, oh, they're not going to re-sign him next year because he's a restricted free agent. They can match a contract. They were not going to do that. Okay, we'll just keep them for this year, so you're better this year, yeah. and then trying, go from there. If you're trying to make a playoff push this year, you might as well have them on your team yeah. to help. If you're just going to have no one in his spot, and it's not like they added someone who's under contract longer. It's not like they turned a one-year commitment into like a multi-year commitment. They traded for someone who's expiring this year, anyways. So it's like I that's crazy. I defended the trade at first because I was like, okay, maybe they want to bring in this person, you know, blah blah blah. But then they haven't done anything with it, and it's just like, okay, dude, the guy you traded for sucks. Mike Muscala is not doing anything. Yeah, it's. I don't know what they're doing, man. Magic Johnson and Rob Polinka. Bad look in LA. I mean, our only sports thing lasted like 10 minutes of us talking about it, but I don't know. The Celtics too are kind of like collapsing a little. I know they still have a good oh, record, been, but there's been so much going on with Kyrie and that team. Dude, Kyrie and uh, LeBron are playing together. No doubt. Kyrie's going to the Lakers. I saw, I saw something on Twitter today. Let me find it. Oh, I'm actually on LA sports Hub's Twitter account. I thought it was on my Twitter account. Kyrie to LA confirmed. <laughs> he, like, defended LeBron in the middle of an interview. I'm tired of the media. I saw something about the best player on the planet right now, and it bothered me. Kyrie bothered about media and now picking at LeBron. Yeah, dude. He's going to be there. He's going to be Kyrie, LeBron, and AD. Ty, bad radio, dominant. but you want to see this funny meme I made for LA Sports Hub and only got one retweets? Let me see one that. retweet. Let me see that. And I was pissed because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Everyone go check. Oh, LA I just Sports cussed. Hub. I don't think I ever cussed on this. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so for the listeners at home, it's a Drake meme, you know the one where he's like puts his hand up his face. He's like, "Oof, I don't like that." And the next one, he's like, "Yeah, that one." It's a uh, LeBron questions his teammates. "Oof, I don't like that." Kobe questions his teammates. "Yeah, I like that." Because <laughs> Kobe questioned his teammates, and you know, no one batted an eye. But thing. oh, Kobe's a competitor. He pushes his teammates to be better and everything. I can understand the. Because he was like, oh, is basketball your biggest focus? And LeBron's doing his movies. But we've said before, he's doing that in the offseason. Like, yeah. I don't know. LeBron, playoff mode activated. I think he's just off-season mode activated. But <laughs> that was even a storyline heading into this year. Like, if things didn't go his way, it might just be an off year for him. You know, he literally had his biggest workload ever last year. Yeah. I remember listening to a Bill Simmons podcast. And he even said, he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron had like a hand injury and missed two weeks longer than expected. He had a groin injury, missed two weeks longer than expected, you know. And maybe he's just like, all right, let's uh, just hit the reset button and focus on next year because they still have a chance to get yeah. a star. What was his contract? How long did he sign with the Lakers? Four years. So he's still got time to make yeah. a difference and you know make a playoff. If push. he even cares about that, it might just be solely outside of basketball reasons. You know, it could be. We could have made uh, you know moved to L.A. to make more movies and stuff, and fuck it, play basketball while he's there. Are you trying to make a transition right now from movies to our Captain Marvel preview? I mean, if it works, it works. But... <laughs> Yeah, so 
Captain Marvel comes out this the day this drop. Well, actually, you could see it the night before. So if you go back in time when you're listening to this, the so last night you could go see the first showing of Captain Marvel. Official release date, March 8th. Unfortunately, we wanted to watch it Thursday night, maybe do an impromptu podcast episode right away. We can't do it. Uh, we've talked about this, I think, on the podcast. I'm going to Phoenix. Tyler's going to oh, excuse me, Disneyland. Disneyland. And yeah, so we're going to watch it next Tuesday, and then next week we'll have a yeah, full breakdown comprehensive movie. review. Yeah. But preview, how are you feeling, Ty, with it being... I mean, we're a week away today from seeing it. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really good from everything I've seen in the previews and everything. Uh, Brie Larson released like another little teaser clip. I don't even think you saw it when you were looking, but she released it on Twitter. And it was like more of that train fight scene and stuff. It looks yeah, like it's going to be really it. good. I'm, I've been really against watching the trailers because like, I've learned that the best Marvel movies are kind of the ones that I don't... Like I didn't watch any trailers for Ragnarok. I didn't watch any trailers for Doctor Strange. You know, I watched the Avengers ones. Off. I actually didn't watch any of the Infinity War ones. Which Seriously? I know you're going to call me crazy, yeah. That's insane. I know. Jason, I watched YouTube videos nonstop for like eight months before that movie. <laughs> I, I just don't really like watching trailers, especially for movies I really, really want to see. Just because I like... Remember uh, Mr. Brown in high school, the yep. video productions? He always said how he hated trailers because yeah. it kind of gave away the movie. I'm like the same way. So, I, movies I, I really want to see, I don't really watch the trailers for. Yeah. But I watched it before this and it looks good. I mean, I had a... Oh, really funny question that i didn't ask tyler but i told him about why don't you tell the audience jason so uh as you know this is in the 90s um nick fury's in it samuel L. jackson plays nick fury and in the mcu nick fury has an eye patch Mm -hmm. but in this movie he still has two eyes that's insane so this (laughs) this thought crossed my head for like five seconds instantly my brain shut it off because i knew it was a stupid question but i still told tyler when i saw the scene of nick fury talking to captain marvel in my head i said wow that's really good CGI <laughs> that they gave Nick Fury two eyes. And then realized, wait, Samuel Jackson has two eyes and he just wears an eye patch. It's magic. Magic. <laughs> I mean, bro, between him and Thor, they're just having too many people lose eyes nowadays. Crazy I just don't. Losing eyes. I'm confused, you know, just uh, I'm just So, that's a good question. So, obviously it's CGI, but how would they do that? Cuz you know how Thor's eye and like uh Ragnarok. In, well, no, Infinity War, he got, like, that little fake eye, and at first it was all, like, yeah. and then, like, did they CGI that over his real, like, I wonder what process it takes it's probably to CGI that. It's probably a whole that. lot of CGI editing and stuff, and covering up and mapping, and... Yeah, because I wonder and if... And then it's, like, a different color, so he probably just wore contact for the rest that, of the That, yeah, but, you know, the one part where it, like, drifts yeah, or like whatever? bounces around. Like, how do they do that? I'm... Like, yeah, did they have to put makeup over his eye? That way his real eye didn't interfere with the CGI? I doubt it. I mean, have you seen some of the animated movies and stuff they're making? They look so realistic, you can't even tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, when he... Especially know, something so small as the eye, it probably didn't take that much to make it look realistic. So the part in Ragnarok where she, like, rips his eye out before he gets the eye patch, do you think that was makeup or CGI? They do everything CGI. I would assume it's all CGI. You don't think makeup? I don't think so. I think a hmm. lot of the movies and stuff, like... Just from stuff I watch and everything says they're moving away from a lot of the makeup artists and stuff and using yeah. a lot of CGI when they can. Yeah, it's a process too, putting all that makeup. Yeah. And but then it, having the actor have to film with it and everything rather than letting him see with both of his eyes and then just covering <laughs> it up in post-production. Well, have you seen the like videos of how much how long it takes for like Gamora to get all her paint and everything? Oh, it's insane, dude. That's crazy, dude. Did you see the stuff when they recorded uh, Black Panther, you know, Killmonger? He had all those, like, things on his body. Yeah, like, the little, the like, pricks or whatever. Dude, yeah. It took him, like, hours before recording each thing. Dude, that's... To just cover that's his commitment, entire man. body with that. That's commitment. It's insane. I would just leave it on. I mean, if you're filming as Gamora, I, just, just go to bed with it. 
just don't go anywhere. Just knock out the filming. Just go to your hotel. Go back and just I don't. It'll probably get messed up, but you probably take a shower and it probably washes off. But <laughs> how long they're recording and everything, the shoot uh, shooting time. It's going to be weeks, Jason. Yeah, but in like 50 years, they'll have a way to CGI that probably somehow, oh, like seamlessly. I would rather say like 10, 5 years. They're going crazy yeah, with CGI, bro. Is um, that a good thing, though? Do you like that movies are mostly CGI? This is actually a thing that was going on Twitter right now, was saying how Marvel uses too much CGI with their movies. Okay, it's a, it's superhero movies. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, everyone, like, there's, uh, I don't know, complaints about it, I guess, yeah. type thing. Criticisms. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I think it, they make it to where it looks so good. I mean, would you like this or you go back you know, 20 yeah. years watching a 1990s movie where it's all like, like I said, uh, what was that Howard the Duck the movie where he's in like a mascot outfit? Like that looks awful. Yeah. Would you rather have some like a little kid running around in a raccoon suit or have Rocky Raccoon <laughs> in the movies, you know? It's just, I think it depends though. Like obviously that, yeah, you can't go away from CGI, but like using it when you don't need to use it. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of any much. instances on my I think off the DC top of my does head. It a lot, really. DC, a lot of their movies, like Wonder Woman. Well, like Green Lantern, his suit was freaking CGI. Yeah, that like that's ridiculous. That's yeah. overusing it. But if yeah. it fits, if you have a giant purple alien fighting people, you're probably gonna need some <laughs> no, CGI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely that. But I don't know. I watched a series of unfortunate events, and they had it was really strange because it was like a high production show, and at least so assumed. And like the final episode, they're on like an island. And they're like rowing in the that. ocean, and I watched it, and I was like, "Dude, that's so bad." It looked terrible. I was like, "Is that by intent? Like, did they intentionally do that? Like, because to go along with like the whole theme, maybe? Because it was bad. It dude. looked it looked like they were in a swimming pool. It was. I watched it. I I was like, "Is this serious?" Because like at first when they, I thought it was like a memory. Maybe that's why it was all like messed up. I don't want to ruin the series. Accurate. Yeah, but you know, I thought maybe there was like a reason for that. You know, that's why it was all kind of ghetto. Yeah. There's like a, you know, I'm going to just say it anyways. Uh, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert, series of unfortunate events. I don't know how many people actually watch that. So Lemony Snicket's like telling the story of the Baudelaire's the whole time. That last episode, he's not telling the story. He like lost track of them. Because they went to the island and it was like yeah. a circle island or whatever. Yeah, right? but once they went to the island, that's when like he lost all records of them. Because mm-hmm. it's like future Lemony Snicket that's telling the story. So I thought maybe that's why it was like cheap CGI is because... It was supposed to be like someone telling him the story and they were going to reveal that. I was thinking really meta. I was like, oh, it's not Let Me Snick It. It's like a, a secondhand account. So they're going to make it look all cheap and stuff. And no, it just it was just bad. Just, yeah, I think they just made it cheap. Just bad. It was so strange. <laughs> they used all the budget on the rest of the episodes. Like, Fuck, we got one more <laughs> left to make. Someone bust out the doughboy. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, though, was insane in that. He's very, great. very well. Uh, probably his best role ever. No. I know. I'm just trying to. No, no. I'm just trying to trigger you because I know you're a. Oh yeah, what you call it? I met your mother fan. Never seen an episode of that Dude, show. Dude, it is so good. I don't even. Is it funny? Is it's it sad? It's it's hilarious and sad and dramatic and exciting and all of the above. Is it better than The Office? Yeah, 100. percent The Office is pretty funny. You know, dude. Office is funny, but this has more of a storyline to it. It actually has like stuff that happens. Like you watch it episode by episode. In this story. Office is more. Yeah. Just, no. Yeah. Yeah. Laughing. Better than Friends. I watched both. I didn't really watch all of Friends. I would say so, though. The only show I've watched is a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> it's not really like the same category. Uh, impromptu uh, add to our outline since we don't have much to talk about. Jason's movie reviews. Uh, I watched a movie for the first time ever. What a movie, movie that, that a lot of people have seen. 40-Year-Old Virgin. I was watching that the other day. You've I, never seen that before? I watched it for the first time on Sunday? What'd you Sunday. Think of it? Oh, it was good. It's a great movie. It was a, uh, it was pretty good. It made me laugh a few times. 
It's a Judd Apatow movie, and I actually think we should do like yeah. a ranking of his movies and stuff because he got some good ones. Dude, did you know Kevin Hart's in it? Yeah, dude, I was blown away because first uh, there was um, Jonah Hill as like the kid yep. that bought the shoes, and then Kevin Hart was in it too, and then freaking David Kochner was in it too, and like the little sex enemy. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> there's so many freaking like now famous guys. Oh yeah, that's great. Judd Apatow knows a bunch of people. Yeah, it was it was funny though. I mean, it was it was good. I liked it. I liked great. it. I'd watch it again. I also saw Shattered Glass in my college class yesterday. Great movie. Never seen it. Great movie. You should watch it. I already told you what it was about, so I kind of ruined it, but great movie. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. It was just entertaining, and like you just walk away from it. Line. Yeah, and you know. You're like, that was a good movie. I just watched. That movie's going to be critically acclaimed, and what do you know? It was critically acclaimed. Watch a couple of those. What's, yeah. what's the best, like, not your favorite movie, but the best, like, critically acclaimed movie you've seen? Oh, dude. I don't really watch critically acclaimed movies because they're usually boring. I don't either. Um, I know, was that Inception? Yeah, I've never seen Inception. That's a mind fuck. I don't know if it was critically acclaimed. It seems like it would be. That's a mind fuck, bro. I saw, uh, I watched that. I told you about it before, that eighth grade movie. I know that was like really, okay. really well crit- critically acclaimed. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to actually sit down and think about that. I've seen a couple of good ones. Oh, uh, was it The Big Lebowski? Yeah, I've never seen it. It's all right. It's a pretty good movie. I know it's critically acclaimed comedy. I have some homework for you, Ty. I want a movie review for you next week. Okay. From you next week. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Law Abiding Citizen? Nope. Heard of it. Fantastic movie. My with Gerard it. Butler. I Riley has it on Oh, excuse me, man. I just got the hiccups a little bit. <laughs> Riley has it on DVD if you cannot find it on a streaming service. Okay. Great movie. When I first watched it, it was like I was like, whoa. Whoa. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Damn. So I'll get you the DVD if you need, but next week by the time we record, you know, I want I want you to see that movie and I want to talk about it. Fair enough. Homework to the listeners too. If you haven't seen Law Abiding Citizen, watch Law Abiding Citizen because we're going to talk about it next week. Oh, oh, what's that one movie with with that one guy? <laughs> it's really bad. Robin Williams is in it, but he's like a therapist to the dude. Who's oh, like Good a Will Hunting. Oh, that's a damn that's a good, good movie. movie, bro. That's a damn good movie. I agree. Great movie. What's the What's the lead actor's name? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I got it. And then isn't Ben Affleck in it too? He's in it. He's his friend. But it's, yeah. it's Matt Damon and then Robin Williams is like his therapist type thing. He talks to him. Or he might just... Yeah, it was a, I don't think I finished that though. Dude, it's a damn good movie. I got to up to like the very, very... Like the literally the last 10 minutes and I think I had to eat dinner or something and I just never finished it. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know what other movie was critically acclaimed? I think you watched it in high school because I watched it literally three times in high school. Gattaca? Nope. You never saw Gattaca? I, I saw I'm, it in, If I did, I was jerking off in class and not paying attention. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I saw it in biology psychology and then i want to say avid we watched it again it was whatever but i know it was like critically acclaimed it was about like uh oh it has that one guy in it who's like really really i just punched my mic what's it about is that the one where they like they they like pre-make like they make humans yeah not make humans but they do like their dna or whatever yeah i i remember i watched it in biology but i wasn't paying attention i couldn't oh jude law that's what i was thinking of Jude Law, it, also, it? it also has that one fool who's in Star Wars. Can't think of his name. Ethan Hawke? Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know who played Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think he was in that. It was good, though. Yeah, it's like, well, it was whatever, but I know it was critically acclaimed. It's like, yeah, you have to have like certain genes to work for like this thing, and he wants to work for, I don't know, and he, so he steals the homeboy's genes, and it's like a crime and everything. What'd the guy do without genes all day? <laughs> <laughs> um... You know what other movies are critically acclaimed, Ty? 
What movies, Jason? Pixar movies. Pixar motherfucking movies. But before we get into that, I really have to pee, so I'm going to cut this out, but we're going to leave this in so people know why there's an awkward cut. All right, and we're back from our little break. It was a good break. Great break, Much Jason. needed. I've never had to... We've never had to stop an episode. We made it eight episodes, technically nine if you count episode zero. Made it nine episodes in without having to stop for a, a pee break. I'm pretty good. I'm like 90% sure last week you stopped for a pee break. <laughs> <laughs> did I? I think you did. <laughs> I but, need a fact checker on that. Whatever. Oh, before we get into um, Pixar movies, Riley's a little upset with us. Mm. She finally listened to the podcast, the last one. Okay. And... You know, she said that we need her back uh, as a fact checker. I thought I rehired her. She said, Tyler called me a fact checker, but last I knew, you bitches fired me. Well, I think if she would have listened to all the episodes, I rehired her in one of the last episodes, but clearly so she isn't she, committed to this company. So is she rehired? How about this? She's rehired, but since she's not committed to the company, she's under suspension. That's fine. So, Riley, you were hired for free as agreed to in our contract, but you were under suspension. So you're going to be not getting paid and not working. Not working, because she's suspended. That's fine. I'm so further that. notice. Yeah, no, let's go with that. <laughs> all right. So top uh, twenty Pixar movies. Well, so, twenty Pixar movies in general. All right. So my list, I have one through sixteen, and then I have four movies that I either did not see or I don't remember well enough and haven't watched recently enough to rank them properly. Okay. I same thing. I have seventeen. The three I don't have are it's pretty much the same thing, exact same thing. What? The three movies I haven't seen slash don't know well enough. Yeah, so you do. So we'll go through our list. Well, I'm going to start at 16 for my last one. You're going to start at 17 for your last well, one. Well, why don't I start at 17? That works. And then if we don't have it on our list, we don't have it. Or we're going to do like we have in the past where if it's, you know, 10th on my list and 3rd on yeah, your list. Yeah, mention it. That yeah. way we don't talk about it twice. So Mark it when we go along because I always forget. Okay, fair enough. Like if you say, you know, a movie. Yeah, I'll check it off. I'll mark it. That way I don't say like, oh, did we talk about that already? All right, my number 17, a recent movie. Bottom of your list, Jason. I want to say, a fact checker would be good to confirm this. I want to say this is the first Pixar movie me and Riley watched together in theaters. I think she would be the perfect fact checker for that. I actually won free tickets to this movie. Not from a company, from Riley. She had to buy my ticket because I beat her in bowling. Damn. The Good Dinosaur. Made it number 17 on my list. It's number... 13 on my number list. 13 and honestly i can't say anything bad about it as you're gonna say see through all these movies even the ones that have been named bad i don't have anything bad to say they're not bad they're just less good i mean oh uh this one was really really pretty you know it had like really really good animation which you know it's got that going for it that's the only reason it was up on to 13 on my list I mean, I thought the visuals were amazing. The story was whatever. It was, but it just, I just couldn't stop staring at the screen, Jay. It looked so beautiful. That's what I say, too. But my logic of why I moved it down to 17 is as we get more and more animation, that vis- beautiful visuals is going to get less and less impressive. And I just think as a movie, I did cry a lot. I'm not going to lie. When he drew the little circle around the family, Absolutely. I cried. I think I've cried in every single one of these movies. Not every single one. I Most cri- of these movies. I cried when he was walking in the mud and his dad wasn't making those paw prints. Tyler just said something inappropriate. We're gonna so that is why there was a cut right there. Yeah, we're, gonna, uh, we're gonna get rid of that. Um, I don't know where I'm gonna cut it, but yeah, good dinosaur number seventeen. <laughs> Ty, you're giving me a lot of work in post production this week. That's my bad. He said something inappropriate I'll that be we better. cannot say. I will be better. <laughs> yeah, so good dino number seventeen. Not a bad movie, just not as good as the other ones. I am O. 
What? IMO, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. Whatever you say. Number no. 16, Jason, mm-hmm. on my list. The very bottom of my list. The very bottom of your list. Cars 2. What do you... Obviously, Cars 2 is also on my list because we have every single movie on the list. Cars 2 is also my number 16. I like it. So... It was eh. It was really eh. There's a lot of Mater being like a secret agent. Or, it was just eh. See, it's it's funny. It's my number 16, but I said I, was, I liked Good Dino. I still liked Cars 2. That's what, I thought it was all right, but it just there wasn't enough standout good moments in it for me to... Uh, Get it I, any higher. I, you know, I don't want to give away too much about my list, but Cars 2 was one of those movies. Oh, gosh. Cars 2 was one of those movies where you're like, I saw it and I was like, that was a good movie. And then I saw people like talking about it. I'm like, why don't people like that movie? <laughs> and I just still think it was a good movie. You know, it made me laugh. Made her made me laugh. And I just, you know, I just thought it was a good movie. Wasabi I know that's scene, not the popular the opinion. The wasabi scene and the bathroom scene were pretty funny with yeah. Mater. That's why it's got good moments in it. It's just, there's nothing bad. You can't go wrong with Pixar. You watch a Pixar movie, it's going to be good. I mean, it does have like a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like the next lowest is like 70 or 60 something. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I like it. Yeah. But I liked it too. I don't even think, I wouldn't even call it a bad movie. I wouldn't. I would agree with that. It's an, It's just, like I said. I would probably give it a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because I don't know. I just, I love Pixar and I just think, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Something about Pixar, man. I mean, if they DreamWorks makes out. that movie, maybe it wouldn't be as low critically acclaimed maybe it's because there was very high it's, standards yeah, on such pixar. a high bar anything bad pixar is going to get bombed because they expect excellence yeah so it wasn't your traditional pixar movie it was it kind of felt like a tv movie you know what i mean like a straight to dvd and i know they made a couple of those with like the cars people like the little spin-off movies yeah it yeah. felt like one of those and they kind of just upped the production but it still could have been just a disney channel movie type thing yeah so. definitely that's yeah that's how it felt as accurate accurate representation by me uh number 15 on my list well, yeah, because Cars 2 is 16 on your list. Yeah, so I'm just jumping to 15. Fair enough. Another sequel. Okay. Monsters University. That was number 14. On oh, we're list. similar, though. So we, our bottom there. half is pretty similar. Uh-huh. Uh, the first time I ever saw this movie, I talked about it last week, was after Mr. Hargis had a heart attack. You know, he's okay. He recovered. Um, God bless. And in European history, Mr. Cross had us watch Monsters University. First time I saw that movie. Great history. And I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it, and I definitely enjoyed it in history class. Probably was, didn't pay attention. It was a decent movie. It, I don't. I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as the original, which we'll find out later on this list. <laughs> but I thought it was all right. I liked the uh, it was like the competition thing they did where they yeah. like, went up against each other and they had like the scare competition or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good movie. And still, isn't the whole thing like Mike Wazowski? No one said he was scary, but then he wins the scare competition for them, or doesn't he cheat or something? Someone cheats. He, so he like rigged he, the like, robot. Yeah, he like. Yeah, they turned the difficulty on easy for him, so he gets a bunch of credit or whatever for it. But yeah, it's not actually scary. That's right. It was a good movie though. I I walked again. I walked away enjoying it. Can't really say anything bad. If I have to nitpick, I guess I would say it wasn't as good as the original. It was a little, a little weird. Maybe came in a year where Pixar didn't think of any ideas, so they just said let's run it back with Monsters Inc. Two. Yeah. I think if they, I think they could have done. Well, there's technically a prequel, but. I think they maybe could have done better if they did an actual sequel. I think there's a possibility of that, yeah. I don't know if they'll ever do it, but maybe touch on Boo or touch on something like that. But maybe they didn't want to go that route because they had such a good. the first one had such a good ending. That it was maybe, a great ending. Yeah, maybe they didn't want to go on that. That's why they went the prequel route. And that's probably why. They probably didn't want to mess with the ending. You know, I bet, I'm willing to bet if Monster University would have done better and would have been better received, they would have made then a 
sequel to the first one. Probably. They did a trilogy like they did. They with still might. Story. You don't know. I mean, it took them yeah. how many years to make both Incredibles movies. But again, it's not a bad movie. I don't dislike it. Which is eh. Yeah. I still think it's good. <laughs> every every movie on this list is good to me. I know you told me to uh, check things off, Jason. I have not been, so I'm catching up here. Good Dinos, Cars 2, and Monsters U. And we are caught up. So we're at number 15 for, for you. Me. Yes. On my list, Jason, I have a feeling me and you are going to disagree on this one. Okay. It's a sequel. Okay. It's a movie we've already talked about, but a sequel to it. Okay. Cars 3. All the way at number 15 on my list. What? How high do you think I rank Cars 3? I have a feeling it's in your top seven. Oh, <laughs> it's number seven. Mm. <laughs> Dude, I loved Cars 3, man. I, I don't want to give away too much about my list. I just loved Cars 3. I you, saw it in theaters me, and I loved it. You told me beforehand that you had a lot of sequels high up on your list. Yep. And I don't. I don't have very many. I don't have any sequels in my top ten. And I have logic for that. Oh, that was a lie. That was a lie. I have logic for why I have some sequels ahead of original movies. Um, the logic for Cars 3 is why I had it higher than Cars 2 is it was just a better movie than Cars 2. <laughs> I mean, that's very good it's, logic, Jason. It's, it's not, a better movie, so it's higher on your list. It's not hard. Uh, I liked it. You know, I thought the chemistry was really good between him and like the chick he trained yeah. race type thing. Uh, Could have used more Mater. But Mater kind of had his movie in Cars 2 and it wasn't received well. So they went a completely different direction. Cars 3 is what Cars 2 should have been. 100%. You know, like... I think we should just leave Cars 2 out of the trilogy and just make it a two-movie thing. Yeah. Just Cars and Cars 3. And it was like that whole, you know, he doesn't got it. It was kind of a generic storyline, you know, he doesn't got it no more. That's why it was lower on my list. It wasn't anything... It was exactly the movie I was expecting from the previews and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing amazing about it to me. It It was good. I enjoyed it. Um... I do know it's below The Good Dinosaur, which some people probably will disagree with. But my thing with Cars 2, Cars 3, Monster University, which are the bottom three on my list, they were just good movies. They were just, they were whatever. Good Dinosaur was a decent movie, but the visuals, that's why I put it high on my list. Using your logic, it should be lower. Ty, I'm going to make a move on my list right now. Okay. I made a move with our Will Ferrell movies, so I'll allow it, Jay. But that is... Uh, Cars 3 is now my number 10. No, my number 9. Wow, Jason. You just messed up the list because you already said you're 15. I just moved it down two spots. Oh, never mind. I get you. Yeah, I just I moved it two down. I was looking at my list, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, I like those two movies behind it more than I like that movie. That's good. So, yeah, it's number nine, though. I still think it was a great movie. Still in my top ten. If we did top ten, it would have made my top ten, and it wouldn't have made your top ten. Absolutely not, but it is what it is. Um, I just... I. I, like I said, I don't want to give away too much about my list. I just love Cars 3. <laughs> Fair enough, Jason. Uh, what is your... I believe we're on your 14. Okay, this is where it starts to get a little contentious. Okay, Jason, let's talk. Number 14, a movie that is beloved by... Beloved? Beloved? Beloved. Beloved. Beloved by many people. I think it's just beloved. Beloved by many people. It's a classic. It's a movie that's recently been, you know, back in the swing of things because it's kind of relevant. No way. I have The Incredibles at oh. number 14. Still no way. I thought you were talking about something else. I have The Incredibles at five on my list, Jason. And we're going to talk about this because I <laughs> strongly disagree with you. Why do you have it so low? What was wrong in your brain? What did your mother do and drop you on your head as a child to make you think The Incredibles deserves to be on that spot on the list? Hey, I said with Good Dino was a good movie. Incredibles was a good movie. 
You're, I'm not going to tell you it was a bad movie, Ty. <laughs> That's what you're trying to get out of me. You're not getting that out of me. Okay. I just think, you know, I even said when Incredibles 2 came out that I think The Incredibles was kind of overrated. Every, I think what makes people love it so much is that it took so long to make a sequel, right? You know, because they ended on a cliffhanger and then it was like, oh, they're going to make a sequel right away. And they took so long to do that sequel that it just, you know, people started to like it more naturally from that. You know what I mean? Like, give us our sequel. Okay. I just, walking away from the movie, I just didn't, you know, there was nothing really, like, incredible to me about it. <laughs> Very good use of words. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Okay. It's a great fucking movie, Jason. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> it has a great family element to it where you see the, you know, the, the parents who are, you know, separate and then they come together and they can't be superheroes anymore. The children have superpowers. They're learning how to handle that. And not only that, it has an amazing villain. Yeah, the villain was pretty good. The villain has great. I've watched I've looked at like articles online like the top ranked villains in superhero movies and they put Incredibles in the list because he is so good. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the it, the whole thing is he wants to be a superhero, but he doesn't have superpowers. So Mr. Incredible was kind of a dick to him. Yeah, he was. And so he used his brain to become a superhero, you know, to the people, even though he's a supervillain. And he had bad intentions with it. Yeah. It was a great movie, Jason. It was a good movie. I am told you, I'm not going to tell you it wasn't a good movie. I don't. I just think the movies ahead of it were better. And a lot of them you're going to disagree with. I think but I will. as you've noticed, Incredibles is knocked off my list. Incredibles 2 is not knocked off my list. And I have a logic for this. That is terrible. That is a terrible take. I have logic for this, and I'll tell you my logic when we get to Incredibles too. I just listen when I think of when I rank my list. It's not that I dislike Incredibles. It's just like I just think the, I just like the other movies more. And maybe it's just marginally more. Maybe it's just a teeny, 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 tiny bit. But I'm not gonna lie to you and put Incredibles higher on the list just because people love it. I'm gonna be me. You know what, Jason? I'm one of those people who love it, and that's fine. It was number five on my list. It deserves to be number five on my list. Jason, my 14 and 13 are both off the board already, so you're up. My number 13 is uh, Finding Nemo. <laughs> you're a terrible person. People are going to hate you for this. That's number six on my list, right behind The Incredibles. <laughs> number 13, Finding Nemo. Uh, my favorite part about Finding Nemo is the live musical show at Animal Kingdom in Orlando. No flex. I went to Disney World last year. Um, <laughs> because there's one song where Nemo's just singing about how much of a wuss his dad is. And they're like, oh, Nemo, he's going to save you. And he's like, but not my dad. Like, pretty much the whole song is about how Marvin. That's terrible. Marvin? Mar, Mar, Marwin. Marwin. I think Marwin. I don't know. Anyways, the whole song <laughs> is about how, like, much of a wuss his dad is. And it's just so funny, Marty. dude. Huh? It's Marty. Just Marty? I think it's Marty. I don't know. Jason, Finding Nemo is so good. You're talking a little far away from the... That's because I was yelling and I didn't want to hear the audience's ears. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to play you the Not My Dad song after we record because it's, it's hilarious. That's fine. It has a great... Again, Jason, I'm a family man. I don't have a family. I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm a family man. It has a great element at the beginning where his wife and his hundreds of children, Jason, his hundreds <laughs> of children get murdered. And he has one. He has one beautiful son. It should son. be a comedy. I'm going to ignore that. He has one beautiful son with a little deformity. A little physical deformity. Yeah. And he loves that son, Jason. And he protects him with his with his livelihood. He's an over... And he travels across the ocean. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you because it's a good movie. <laughs> to protect his child, Jason. Has great moments with the, with the crush and the turtles. 
Dory's hilarious. It's a good movie, yeah. I'm not telling you it's not a good Jason, movie. Jason, I just realized something, and I'm really pissed at you for it. What? How is Finding Dory <laughs> higher on your list than Finding Nemo? <laughs> Whatever. We'll talk to him when we get get there. I told you. I have sequels ahead of originals. It was going to upset you, and I have a logic why. And I'll let you know when we get to Finding it's Dory. It's a very flawed logic. It, might, it probably is flawed, but you know what? It's what I think is better, Ty, and you can't tell me what I think is better. <laughs> Whatever, Jay. Whatever. If I had to pick a movie to watch, I'd probably pick the sequel. We're at number 12 Maybe it's just list. the production quality because the animation was pretty bad back then. I just did number 13. Do you have number 13? It was a good dinosaur. So Just do number 12, yeah, and then I'll do number 12. Number 12 on my list, Jason. Talking to the mic. You were talking above like this. Number 12 Talk on like my this. list, Jason. Thank you. Finding Dory. Hey, that's number 12 on my list too, Ty. One ahead of Finding Nemo. You just had it right above? Yep. Just one above. Just to make a, just to make a statement. It was a good movie. It was all right. It was not as good as the original, even close to as good as the original, I think. Um, it had some fun. I thought it was moments. better. I enjoyed the octopus. I got a little, I got a coffee mug of like the coffee pot with Dory in it. Mm-hmm. The octopus had it like that. Yeah. It was a good movie. What about Gerald? Gerald's hilarious. Gerald was great. Hilarious, dude. Gerald cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, uh, the, what is it? I can't remember who plays him, but the little, like, the, the two side whale characters, the one you can't see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't oh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, yeah, yeah. He plays one of them. I was going to say Josh Hader, but that's a baseball player. <laughs> um, It's a good movie. I just... It, it again, is. It's it better than Finding Nemo. It's not. It isn't enough standout for me to get it higher on my list, though. Jason, why the hell do you have it above Finding Nemo? Okay, well, first, before I tell you why I have it above Finding Nemo, I'm going to tell you my number 11, because this is going to tie everything together. Okay. Don't roll your eyes at me. I just said okay. My number 11, Incredibles 2. Number 11. Not very high. Just ahead of Incredibles 1. And here... Jason, uh, since you just announced that, number 11 on my list is Incredibles 2. Wow, we're synced right now. Here is my oh, logic. I wouldn't go that far, dog. You just did... You got rid here, of my 5 and 6 and your bottom Here three. is my logic and it's flawed and it's not perfect and you can disagree with it, but it is what... How my brain works, recency bias. It is 100% recency bias i've seen incredibles 2 more recently i've seen finding dory more recently i watched both of those movies as for the first time as someone who can like consciously remember because you know when you're a kid you don't really like remember everything like now you can like i always think about that like here's a here's a big whoa for you okay talk to me have you ever had this so you know how like right now you're like you can kind of like you know like you're you're experiencing everything but you don't remember everything as a kid right you forgot your memories Uh uh-huh at what age did you start, like, actually remembering everything and becoming conscious of, like, losing memories? Twelve. I think it was sooner than that for me. I think it was, too. I don't know. But isn't that, like, a big whoa? I think it just gradually happens, Jay. I don't think it's, whoa. like, a like a switch. So, I, I remember Finding Nemo and I remember Incredibles. I've watched both of them within the last probably five years. Uh, but I saw the other ones for the first time at an older age where I can appreciate movies more. And I just... I you know I saw them. I think I did. We see Finding Dory together or Incredibles? Did we? We saw one of them. No, I saw Incredibles with Miko. Did you go see Incredibles? I think with I those? did. Yeah. And then Dory might have just been me and Riley. I don't. I don't know. know though. I think we went with someone. We might have. I don't remember. Um, and I just enjoyed it. I was with my buds or just my girlfriend. I don't know. <laughs> and I just you know I got to see it in the theaters. I didn't see the other ones in the theaters. If you don't know this about me, I don't watch a lot of movies at home. Mm-hmm. I'm a big movie theater guy, and that's it. You like the atmosphere? So maybe that in- contributed it. And like I said, it's a flawed. Finding Dory, I found myself laughing more than Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, I've seen so many times, it's kind of like, eh, yeah, Finding Nemo. You know, I-, I-, I know that story already. Bring me Finding Dory. 
Incredibles. Not as much of that. It's just kind of like eh, overrated. Incredibles 2, pretty good. I liked it. You're hating on the classics, and you're you're saying your logic is flawed, so it's not like I'm going to sit here and scold <laughs> you because you know it's flawed, but you're sleeping on the classics, Jay. I just, I know it's flawed, but when I tell myself, and I can't, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like, okay, my logic's but, flawed, but I'm going to pretend to like the first ones more just because my logic's flawed. No, my, I admit my logic's flawed, and I just happen to enjoy those movies more. Like I said, I can't scold you for that. It is, you, <laughs> you're being yourself, Jay, and I admire that. So why is, what, what do you have to say about Incredibles 2? Is that the movie we're on? Well, I said Incredibles 2 was number 11. You said it's also my number 11. But then I went on my spiels about sequels. I thought it was good. I didn't think the villain was as good, but it still had a nice little family aspect. Uh, Jack-Jack cracked me the fuck up. Oh, you thought about that one for a sec. I wasn't going to cuss, but I couldn't find a way around it. So I just... I just the heck up. <laughs> See, this is where me and you are different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it was a great movie. It's, it's up higher on my list. I thought the villain was good. Honestly... The villain, I pride myself on knowing twists. I didn't expect her to be the bad guy until later in the movie. I expected the guy to be the bad guy. I saw it coming pretty early. I saw it coming eventually. Not not to flex on anybody or nothing, but... I saw it coming eventually, but not not as quickly as other movies. Fair enough. I just thought it was alright. I thought the climax was okay. I didn't think it was amazing, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It was a good movie. I'm not going to say any of these movies are bad, Jason. I had something to tell you, but I don't. Oh, you know what movie had a big whoa, Doctor big big um, big. like a plot what a, twist what that twist. actually got me. What a twist! The Lego Movie Two, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I gotta watch it, Jay. Don't spoil it's, it for me. It's in theaters. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna tell you what the plot twist was. I'm just saying, if you pick up this particular plot twist, whoa, you're good because they they send you on like a triple. Cause you know how like some like movies the twist the twist is twist the some movies they like intentionally like go away from the twist so you're like okay you're setting up the twist and then it's like happens. they lean into the twist but then don't lean into the twist and then lean into it's like the whole time you're like I don't know what's true and what's not true that sounds wild just because of that I want to watch a movie because I pride myself in being able to see twists come in and being like ah oh, this is how they're gonna do this yeah I should have seen like okay so there's like kind of like two twists I should have seen one of them probably coming but I didn't uh well. I should have seen it, but I was so more focused on like how my mind was blown from the other twist that I was just like, whoa. It was, dude, it was good. Fair enough. I'll have to watch it. My number 10, uh, Monsters, Inc. Number nine on my list. All right. We're not close. We're not getting on the same page here. We don't disagree too much, so that's good. I don't get a scolding from you. Um, it's good. Very good. Yeah, number I mean, 10. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was good. I mean, you got the the whole boo thing. I thought it was a really good story. I mean, the villains, the bad guys, or the, the spider dude. I don't know what the hell we call He's a, like a lizard, a chameleon. No, there's the chameleon, and then there's the boss who wears like the suit, and he's oh, like yeah, the yeah. spider legs. Yeah, yeah. The chameleon scared the, sh- the crap out yeah, of the me. the chameleon's dude. scary. It's just a good movie, dude. I love boo in it. I like yeah. the abominable snowman. Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski's great. Um, Who voices him? Isn't it like Michael something? I think he's a well-known person. Michael Myers? Is it Michael Myers? Our fact-checking department's going to roll. Mike, what? I don't know how to spell Wazowski. There it is. Mike Wazowski is played by uh, Billy Crystal. Is that true? Probably. That sounds right. Mike Myers. Mike Myers? No, Mike Myers is the one that did Shrek, I think. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were getting Donkey. it. Donkey! I was letting you roll with it. 
Sully. Uh, um, I just think it has great characters. It has good storyline. I like how they all freak out when Boo's in like the monsters world or whatever, and there's a sock. I don't know what the number is. It's funny though. I had a a memory just come into my head of something I loved as a kid, and I just searched it, and only had a thirty nine percent rating on Metacritic, two point five out of ten on IGN. Monsters Inc. Scream Arena. It was a game I played on GameCube. It was Monsters Inc. Dodgeball. I remember wild. I rented this game from Hollywood Video, or my dad rented it from Hollywood Video. And Dude, I think this a... is the game that put my dad in debt with Hollywood Video because I just never gave it back. Dude, what a time. You remember when we used to go <laughs> rent shit? Yeah. We're, like, we're not that old, but like my little Mario sister Party, yeah. They would not remember anything. They'd be like, what do you mean you went to a store to rent a movie? Yeah. Yeah, Every I know. Game. That was wild. My dad, I think, yeah. owed him like $100 when they went out of business. And that's probably why they went out of business. Because there was a lot of people like, like him. It was more me losing the games <laughs> or just not turning them in. But yeah, that game was one of those games that like you randomly played as a kid. And like it just came back in my mind. And I'm looking at pictures of it now and it's exactly how I remember it. I'm like, going to find that. beautiful. I'm going to find. I have a Wii. I'm going to find that game. And we. I'm going to buy it on eBay. And we're going to play it in our special Jason and Tyler try a new game. I'm going to bring the Wii over here, and we're going to... I have to buy Wii rem- or GameCube remotes, which kind of throws a wrench in it. And then... <laughs> and then... No, I, I have a GameCube. Damien still has my GameCube. I am getting mad right now like Alex Jones did. Damien has my GameCube. It's a I'm joke, gonna, bro. I'm going to buy I'm that game. with you. That's what I said, Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm going to buy that game. I'm going to bring the GameCube over here. I'm going to bring my two GameCube remotes. We're going to play Dodge Monsters, Inc. Scream Arena. We're going to record it, and it's going to go up on our YouTube channel that we don't even have yet. No, I made the YouTube channel. There's nothing on it, but it's there. Oh, so go, follow go us up on, on our YouTube. YouTube channel. Dude, bro, there's another game I wanted to... Thrillville. We should... Re- that should Dude, be our game. I Jason and Tyler try new games. Let's just buy old games from our childhood we and play new them. games that are old, but new to us again, because we're just remembering them. I got one game. Do you remember... Oh, I don't remember what it was called. Dude, it was like a cartoon. Do you remember like the Pablo baseball player on the computer? Like that Backyard baseball. Backyard baseball, Jason. I love We can that get Backyard game. Baseball. We can get uh, Little like League Bay World Root Series on the Wii. Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. Dude, let's get we're Backyard Baseball. That. We're doing that. 100%. Can confirm. Um, backyard. I mean, since we're talking about it, I know it's the middle of our list. Uh, we are going to try and post one this week. It might already be up by the time you're listening to this. Backyard Baseball is like 20 bucks still on That's for because GameCube. it was a fucking great game. GameCube, I though. I have I a GameCube. If it's PS... But do we have a PS2? I don't. Actually, Riley said her brothers do. I don't know if they still have it, but... We'll give her GameCube. Whatever. Either way, I Great mean... Great game. Yeah, we're going to try and post our first video on YouTube this week, though. So, uh, if you guys listen to this and you weren't aware of that, go check it out. Bro, we might be churning out Monsters Inc. Scream Arena, Backyard Baseball, Literally World Series. I got Series, a couple old games we can talk about I have... Dude, I have some games that my parents found in, like, storage that I used to play... Scooby-Doo, there was like a Scooby-Doo Night of the 100 Mysteries. I loved that game, dude. It was one of those games that I never beat as a kid because it was too hard for me. And it would just come full circle in my life if I go back to it as a grown adult and beat the game I couldn't (laughs) beat when I was seven years old. I was thinking of a game earlier today. I can't think of it. I'm not just going to sit here thinking about it. But did you ever play, I think it was the Simpsons Hit and Run? Yes. It was like GTA for the Simpsons. That game was the shit. Oh, yeah. I was telling Riley I wanted to buy that and play it with her. That game was dope. Dude, I love that game, man. Trip down memory lane, bro. Number 10 on my list, Jason. (laughs) Oh my god, man. We're gonna just play old games. Ratatouille. Dude, Riley's not gonna be happy. Riley loves Ratatouille. Ratatouille's my number 7. Was Cars 3, now is Ratatouille. 
So it got bumped up. So it was 11 originally. Um, no, I, I'm going to let you I, talk about Ratatouille first. I thought it was really good. I like the rat in it. I like the storyline. It's kind of... Look, I know he's talking animals and everything, but him pulling the hair. It was hard for me to get past. It was hard for me to get past that a rat's cooking food. That's nasty. <laughs> I don't like rats. Here's a question for you that's unrelated to Ratatouille before I talk about Ratatouille. At what point does your list go from, like, good to, like, elite? You know what I mean? When do you get into the elite quarterback discussion? You know what I mean? Mine, I think, goes from 10 to 9, which you're going to judge me because Cars 3 was my number 9 and Monsters, Inc. wasn't elite, but I'm considering Cars 3 elite. <laughs> I'm going to say my number 8, actually, which is the beginning. So Ratatouille like, is not elite. It is very borderline. I have Ratatouille 10, Monsters, Inc. 9. I think those are very borderline elite. I think They're Joe every- Flacco. I would I would say that too. My nine and ten are, are Joe Flacco. I think my nine and ten are more Philip Rivers. They're right there, but they're not quite elite. Dude, I know I pissed you off with that, but they're great. That's what I'm saying. They're a little better than Joe Flacco, Jason. They're a little closer to elite, but they're not elite. They don't have the ring yet, Jay. Philip, R- they don't have the ring yet. They're great. They're great movies. Patrick can- Mahomes doesn't have a ring, but you'd probably call him elite. Uh, I'm gonna need more tape on him. How can someone who's top 10 in both passing yards and passing touchdowns all time not be elite? He's not the GOAT. He's not on the same level as Drew Brees. They're like elite elite. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm legitimately upset. Number 10, Ratatouille. Do you genuinely believe that Philip Rivers is not elite? I just don't think he's ever been viewed as the dominant guy. He was an MVP candidate up until like week 16 this year. And I don't think he was still. I think at that time he was still overlooked. He played on a torn ACL. A dominant guy. He's been a great player, and he absolutely. Have you seen his record in December? He's, he's like thirty-eight ab- and sixteen. You got to listen to me here, Jason. I consider him a Hall of Famer, but not quite elite. My logic is flawed, just like your list. You can't yell at me. It's because he's logic. been on the Chargers. It's not his fault that our team has Drew Brees, sucked. Drew Brees is on the Chargers, and he's still very much elite. If Drew Brees spent his whole career on the Chargers, he would not be highly touted as Chargers have a because Super he would have played in with terrible offensive lines. Philip Rivers, if you look at his career, almost every single year he's had one of the worst offensive lines in the league. My logic is flawed, Jason. He's borderline, but I want to stick to the movies here, dog. Ratatouille <laughs> is higher on my list because it has a little sentimental value because Riley loves it so much. Uh, when we went to Epcot again, not what to brag, that? but I went to Disney World. What's Epcot? What? It's part of Disney World. Okay. It's like all, it's cool. It's like a big, there's like a big lake in them. So you have, you enter, it's the one with that giant ball. G- I don't know. I'll yet. show you a picture. Oh, I think I do know. I posted, you don't go on Instagram, do you? I don't do have you even Instagram. have an Instagram? No. Ty, we need to get you on Instagram. I don't post pictures. I'm never going to. I only post it like once a month, if that, that one with the giant ball. Yeah. It looks Here's cool. a picture of Riley. Trying to hold the giant ball, but it did not come out like she was actually holding it. Pretty she's, bad, she's right? She's making a dent in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so they have like they have like Future World. That's the one. Remember, I sent Riley sent you the picture of that car I was designing because there was like that one ride where you design a car and then you do test track and they give you your stats on whose car was like the best. All right, yeah. So they have like Future World, Present World, and then at, once you go through that ball, like the whole backside. I think it's the biggest one. No, Animal Kingdom is the biggest one because they have all the Animal Land. But besides Animal Kingdom, it's the biggest Disney park. I think. And then it's like a giant lake. They, I forgot what they call it. And then you walk around the lake. It's not a lot of rides, but every there's like 10 or so, and they're different countries. So you start with like Mexico and then Italy, and they'll have either a ride or like a show that's themed, and they'll have themed food, and they'll have like in England, they had like a British band, like the Who, playing like the Who, not the real Who, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then, but she was so excited because we couldn't find any Ratatouille stuff anywhere. Okay. The whole trip. Because for some reason, she like had just watched Ratatouille before we left. So she was like in a Ratatouille phase. <laughs> and Paris was one of the last city, or not Paris, France was one of the last cities. And all day I was like, babe, we'll find it in France. We'll find it in France. We'll find it in France. They didn't have a single Ratatouille thing. In France? In France. And it was, she was heartbroken. But Ooh. they had a chef's hat. That was like the chef's hat in Ratatouille. And I have the most adorable picture of me wearing that chef's hat tie. <laughs> I think I've seen that picture. Because we have a thing, yeah, when we go to Disney, I always try the hats. It started with that dreaded Yoda pick. I don't know if you've seen that Yoda <laughs> yeah, pick. it's a really bad picture. It's a very bad picture, dude. I hate it more than any picture. It's up there with you and the bowl cut and, like, the, the glittery panties over your jeans. That's a bad picture. <laughs> have you... Oh, my God. I'm going to have to tell you this off... Um, off the mic because it's a little sensitive but there's a, a funny picture of me making like a really funny face it's bad but it's funny okay i'll have to show you where's the picture of me in a chef's hat oh well I've oh, seen it, yeah. here's a picture of me wearing a sully tail nice um, You're furry now jay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah ratatouille good movie and i think that just bumped it up to number seven for me just because of that little little memory i don't know what your list is looking like you're bumping things around everywhere Oh, no, that's where you had it placed. I had it. No, it was originally number eight, but it moved up one spot because I moved Cars 3 down two spots. Okay, I thought you bumped it again. Fair enough. Ratatouille. Um, my number nine has already been used. My so. number nine has also been used. Okay, Cars so we're 3. Going to my number eight. Jason. You, well, you said your number 10, so I'm going to say my number eight. My number eight is Inside Out. My number seven. Dude, we're, we're synced right now, man. Right here, bro. Inside Out, good movie. However, my five and six are off the board, so I'm really curious as to what the hell you got there. Inside Out, good movie. Great movie. It was good. I mean, it, it's in it my made elite. me cry. It's in my, it's in my Tom Brady, Drew Brees category. Uh, <laughs> Riley cries <laughs> like a baby when she watches it because of Bing Bong dying. That's Honestly, Ooh, that's that a is... top three sad Pixar moment. No, I'm sorry. No joke, that is. That crushed me. Top three. And if, I, if Riley, if I wasn't like... <laughs> I'm going to sound so insensitive right now. If I wasn't laughing at Riley crying... <laughs> then I would have cried as well. No, that's heartbreaking. That's some sad stuff going on there. And then just her and her parents. Yeah. It's relatable. Like the, it's I think just, I was like 16 when I watched that. So I was like, I relate to this girl. I don't know what's going on in my head either. It's a great movie, Jason. It was. It was a good movie. I love it. Being one though, yeah. That, that is that is all time. Sacrificing himself. Yeah. All time. Yeah, it is. I want to move on because I'm sad now. What's your number eight, Ty? My number eight, Jason, the beginning of my elite category. Mm-hmm. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, cars is my number one. Damn, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both elite, bro. All of these could have been jumped around in my list. They're both elite. Cars, now you know why I ranked Cars 2 not the worst movie and why I ranked Cars 3 as in my top ten and as an elite movie. Why? I just love cars. Not, about cars. not actual cars. You definitely know more about actual oh, yeah, cars than 100%. I do. But the movie Cars, loved it. It was my all-time favorite. My parents might say not because there's another Pixar movie I watched when I was like a young, young kid. But I just remember watching Cars on the little portable DVD player in my dad's red Scion and watching it when we went camping and literally just watching it every time we went somewhere. I loved it. It's a fantastic movie. I have nothing bad to say about it at all. It's a great movie. It has a great story with Doc, I think his name yeah. is Doc Hudson. Great thing going on there. Great thing where he was he was at the top of his career and he goes down and he gets humbled, Jason. He does get humbled. And I know why it's my favorite. 
it's the only Pixar movie that's like sports related. I know NASCAR is not like a top sport, but I'm a sports head and it's the only sports Pixar movie unless I'm just overlooking something. I mean, no, no. nothing else is sports related. Fair enough. I would agree with that. And I think that's just why I loved it so much. And at that time, my parents were still in a NASCAR. So it was like even more like I was like, "Ooh, this is cool. That's your thing. I also love the ending of it where he gives up winning the Piston Cup. Oh, and pushes the old guy and across. Pushes the old guy, old and then guy across. the one guy wins. He's all celebrating. And they're like, all mad at him. Chuck the fucking trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. It is a fantastic storyline. Fantastic characters. Fantastic emotions. Number one Pixar movie all time for me. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that. I want to say... I want to say a lot of people are going to agree with that, actually, Jay. Because it's a great movie. I think it's one of their biggest box office movies. Well, I was about to say, I think it's their biggest, like, ancillary, meaning, like, toys. You know I don't know big words. Toys and merchandise. Because <laughs> I remember reading an article about why they would make Cars 3 after Cars 2 was so bad. And it's because the machine of Cars, you know, being able to sell merchandise. And, I mean, they opened a whole land to it in yeah. California Adventures before they did any of the other Pixar mm-hmm. stuff. Well, they had Bugs Life already there, but... Still. Like, it's just a huge merchandise oh, yeah. machine. And they had TV shows and everything about it on their channels and stuff yeah. that they made that they branched off from. Also, another reason I loved it, the Cars video game. One of the best... I actually watched a YouTube video about this. It was, like, the best games based off movies. Cars 3 was, like, up there. I want to say it was, like, number 3. Did you and I agree Cars with 3? that. I love... Or not Cars 3, but Cars, Cars the video game. I don't know if I ever had it. Great game, Another dude. movie we're going to have to try out, Jay. Another great game. game. Great game. Another great game that was based off a movie, going a little off track again... The King Kong video game on PS2. I the Peter Jackson it. King I Kong. I hated that thing. I couldn't get past like the first level, bro. My parents <laughs> bought it for me, and I got stuck on the stupidest part, and I just gave up and never played it again. I 100%, now that you brought that memory back to me, I need to play it again. Dude, it's it's your, it's your version of my Scooby-Doo. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of bad comparison. We're just talking no, this, about levels here. The Scooby-Doo, I couldn't beat it as a kid. Now I have to beat it as a grown adult. I know, but I feel like Scooby-Doo is a lot easier than the King Kong. <laughs> I don't know. I passed King Kong pretty fine, bro. I don't know what it was. I think I had a broken game. I want to try it again, Jay. Dude, it was so good because you would go across the island like as the human. You would shoot all the dinosaurs. And then like I forgot how long you had to play until you could actually be King Kong. And you finally get that moment of being King Kong. You're just like, I'm about to destroy this. I can't wait to feel that moment for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's another reason I love cars is the video game. Back to cars. That was number eight on my list. What do you have? Well, I just my I said my number eight was Inside Out, and then my number seven we already covered Ratatouille. What's your number seven? Inside Out we already covered. My, right, number, so my six number six. Is, talking to the mic, you're a little above it. Again. My number six is Finding Nemo, which we already talked about. All right, so I'll say my number six. Who's calling you, Ty? Victoria is calling me, Jay. Do you want to take a break? No, keep talking. As you text and don't listen to me, my number six, uh, Toy Story Tress. Number Toy Story three. three? Toy Story number three. That's in my top four, Jay. Number four. And I know you're going to roll my eyes at me, and all the listeners at home are going <laughs> to roll their eyes at me. But it's just not quite like the original two. You know what I mean? Like, the sequel in this case just... <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to say Toy Story 2 was not on my list. I could not remember it. I know it's a great movie. I've watched it before. I could not remember it enough to put it on my list. Toy Story 3, it was good. I saw it in theaters. You know, I, I really liked it. And I rewatched it again with Riley, and she cried a lot. We talked about that in the last episode. It was a good movie. I like Toy Story 3. It's, it's elite. Ride like a child. It's elite. I cried, too, the first time I, I saw it. I cried like the little girl who got the toys at the end of the movie. Like, I was her age. 
<laughs> because I mean, we were what, like twelve when that movie came out. So no, we were still we were much older than. No, 12. it came out in two thousand ten, bro. No way. I swear to God, it was that long ago. Toy Story three. I swear to God, two thousand twelve at the latest. Toy Story three. Two thousand and ten, Tyler. No fucking way. Two thousand ten, eight nine years ago, dude. That's nine insane. years ago. In nine I years, legitimately, if you would have told me four years ago, I would have said okay. In nine years, I'm going to be freaking 29 years old, almost 30. In nine years, I'm going to be turning 30. Dude, that's wild right now. I just had a moment to uh, like reflect on my life. <laughs> that's wild. That's a great movie. It's number four on my list, Jason. I, I love the premise of it. I love the Andy growing up and the toys going to the daycare and the bad guy and they got to beat the... What is that movie... There's like a there's like a comparison that has been made to that movie, like the bad guy is exactly like somebody else, and I can't think of it. I don't know. That's what Google's for. Oh, it's like a I want to say like The Walking Dead. I looked up Toy Story three compare, and it said Toy Story three compared to Holocaust. <laughs> okay, that's not, funny. That's, that's not funny. It's just it's it's funny how outrageous that, that is, is insane. That is absolutely insane. But maybe they make a good point. I don't know. I don't know, and yeah, we're going to move on. That was my number six. So what's your number six, Ty? Okay, my number six. Did we already touch we on We already it? talked about Finding Nemo. I thought you said Finding Nemo was your number seven. No, Inside Out was my number seven. So what's your number five? Incredibles, already talked about it. All right, my number five, Coco. Never seen it, Jason? Take the mic. You've never seen Coco? Okay, I ranked... I ranked Dude, Riley it. owns like the Blu-ray, DVD, digital download... Victoria's VCR. loved it. I've had multiple chances to watch it. I've just never been interested in it. I've heard it's a great movie. I ranked the movies that I haven't seen or didn't remember just off of like, you know, word of mouth. Like, hey, this yeah. movie's pretty good. It topped that list. <laughs> your, it topped your not seen list? Yeah, it was Coco, Toy Story, Bugs Life, and Brave on my not seen list. What color is the sky? I'm more, I'm more. I also have a Brave and Bugs Life on my list, by the way. That's why we haven't talked about them yet. Um, Coco, do you care if I spoil it for you? No, go for it. It's been out for a while. You're not going to want to see it? I don't want to ruin it for you. It's just a good movie, man. Yeah, I think I know the basic premise of it anyway, so just go for it. I thought it was, you know, it's a good movie. Get, get a little bit of a representation for the Mexican people, the Mexican heritage. You know, that doesn't affect me. Hola. I'm white. My girlfriend's half Mexican, so I appreciate it there. You know, if we if we get married, I'll, I'll be a quarter Mexican. That's how it works. That's not how it works. Uh, <laughs> but... It was just a good movie, man, and it had some good music, and it was funny, and the plot twist, whoa. Another one where I, would, I didn't see coming. I actually, I, I want to say I saw it coming. No, I, did, I definitely saw it. spoil it if you got I definitely details. saw it coming, but I appreciated it. The whole time you think that the one big guy is like his dad that he never met or whatever. Or no, I don't know if you think it's his dad. Maybe it is. I don't know. But then you find out the guy he's been hanging out with the whole time is really, not his dad, but like his papa. That guy's really his papa. And that's the one that like left him. And then he's scared because he's in the afterlife. He's like, I'm dying. No one remembers me. The little kid dies? No. It's okay. So he meets this guy in the afterlife who's kind of like a criminal okay. and everything. And he's trying to get... Um, How does he meet him in the afterlife if he's not dead? Oh, he gets the guy's guitar. So there's the famous singer. Oh, that's right. Okay. He gets yeah, the guy's yeah, yeah. famous singer guitar, strums it, and he goes into like the dead world or whatever. Okay. Meets this guy. This guy wants... To wants him to take his picture back to the real world. That way, people can remember him, and and the whole song "Remember Me." Um, and then he meets that Ernesto de la Cruz, the main like the singer, and he like plays a song for him or something. He meets him, and then he thinks he's a 
I don't know. Like, I think he thinks he's related to him. I'm not even sure. But, uh, and then, like, it was like a turn. He's the villain. And really, Ernesto de la Cruz stole the music from the original guy <gasps> that the guy met. Like, all his music was stolen. And the original guy that he really met, that he was trying to get his picture back, was his actual papa. And <gasps> the reason his picture wasn't in the frame wasn't he people weren't remembering him is because the only one that remembered him was grandma coco who was his who was that guy's daughter jason you have a grandma coco i do have a grandma coco it was his daughter and he ran away that everyone thought he ran away for her for music but what really happened is like he killed him i think ernesto de la cruz killed him so the only one that remembers him is coco but i think coco's dying <gasps> so that's why it's like the last person that remembers me and they don't have pictures of him anywhere because they like ripped the pictures out because they were like pissed at him or whatever and Coco's, like, dying. So then the boy, like, goes back to Coco and, like, sings her a song or whatever. Like, sings her the Remember Me song with, like, the picture of him. And then she's like, opens her eyes. Her eyes are, like, shut the whole time. She opens her eyes. She's like, Papa or whatever. And then they put his picture back and he gets remembered and everything. <laughs> I'm getting a little teary-eyed right now. Why would you spoil such a great movie, Jason? You told me it was fine. I'm going to watch that tonight. Are you, <laughs> Dude, you sound like you're crying. That was beautiful. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> As a person of color, Jason, that touches me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, it made me cry though. It made Riley cry so much because her grandma, her gra- that grandma, kind of reminded me of like her actual grandma, just not as old. Okay. That and Moana, the Moana grandma, the Moana grandma, and this grandma very similar. Moana is not Pixar, that's why it's not on your list. Okay, I was so confused, Jason. <laughs> okay. Are you really gonna watch it? I might. That sounded fucking great. Sorry for ruining it. You told me it was fine. I didn't think it was going to be so good. <laughs> I don't even know where we're at on the list now, That Jay. was my number five. My brain is scrambled. My number four is Toy Story 3. We already talked about it. My number five was Incredibles. We already talked about it. All right. My number four is uh, Toy Story 1. Uh, Toy Story 1. Oh, I went retarded there. Number two on Tyler's list. Number two. Great movie. Fantastic movie. It started Pixar. It's the first Pixar movie. It's the thing that launched this incredible list. Yeah. I think it's a shame that it's not number one, but I have a movie that is very close to my heart. You'll understand why. Me too. Cars. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's great. I love the Woody Buzz. You know, they're they're fighting and then they come together. I love, Mm -hmm. um, not Andy. What's the... Bad Sid? Kid, Sid. I love yeah. Sid and those scenes and everything. They like, scared the living shit out of that oh, little yeah, boy. Oh, yeah, That was great. He scared me as a kid. Yeah, those it was terrifying. Toys. Yeah. Um, I love the the claw and the little, little alien things that people yeah. in it. It's just a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. Did you know the original Toy Story was supposed to be kind of like adult humory and like Woody and I think, I don't know if it's Woody and Buzz, but, but I know Buzz for sure was supposed to be like a jerk, like a super jerk. Like it was supposed to kind of be like. Like Simpsons-y kind of funny, I think. Okay. I watched a documentary about it. I think in video productions, you probably saw it too. And then it did like really bad in screening, so they changed the whole thing. Maybe Woody was a jerk. I don't remember. When you went to adult humor, I could only think about that thing online where it was like Andy's mom has toys named Woody and Buzz too. Oh, my God. two little vibrators. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's disgusting, dude. It's bad. That's disgusting. (laughs) Great movie. That was my number four. What's your number four? Toy Story 3. Told you we only had my top three left. So my number three is what I know. I know for a fact it's your number one because my number two you haven't seen. Um, so I'm gonna talk about my number two first. Toy Story two. Um, the reason I have Toy Story two ahead of would you Toy have it as number two? Number two. Okay. And Toy Story one was number four. Okay. The reason I have Toy Story two higher is just because I don't. I think it came out like 2001, 
And it, it was just like it was in the the G spot as a kid, where wild Jason where talking about G spots and children. I was like four or five years old, and it was like just on DVD or VCR or whatever it was in. So I watched Toy Story two more than Toy Story one, just because like that, that that's kind of what like my family what we had. I'm yeah. sure we had both movies, but that I was the you. one I would just always watch. And I think that's why you know if I watch it now, I might not like it as much as I remember liking it. But it's a lot of nostalgia, you know. That's what I was saying earlier when I was like. Cars is my favorite. That was the one I watched a lot. My parents would be like, no, you watch Toy Story 2 more. That and Blue's Clues. I was a diehard Blue's Clues fan when I was Never a kid. really watched it. Dude, I dressed up as Blue when I was like two years old. <laughs> I have an issue with your list, Jason. What? Part of your list is nostalgia and the other part is recency biased. Because n- that's the thing. is like these movies were so incredible... I held on to that nostalgia. The other movies, so any movies that didn't last, and you held on to that nostalgia. I feel like I, I probably view them in a lesser light because of these movies I held on to. I'm like, oh, those movies I held on to. The other ones I didn't. So obviously, the other ones might probably weren't that as good. But then I saw the sequels. I was like, that was a pretty good movie. So I think that's what led to me ranking it above. But Toy Story two, I just, I don't know. I loved it. If I rewatched it again, I might rank it lower. But it's my number two. Fair enough. It wasn't on my list because I didn't remember it enough. I know it's a great movie. Oh wait a second. You have two and one, right? What? Number one and two still remaining on your list? No, Toy Story 1 was number two on my list. Are you missing a movie? No, I am not, Jason. I have number three and number one left. Oh, your number one might not be what I thought it was. What's your number three? We are on number three. You should have said that before I said my number two. Uh, What's your number three? Up. I was right about what I thought your number one was. I have not seen Up. We talked about this last week, so the floor so is yours, So you just sir. had yours. I didn't see. This is one you haven't seen. I love Up, Jason. It has... I've seen parts of it. The... We were talking top three heartbreaking moment is Inside Out. Number one heartbreaking moment is the first opening sequence of Up. Yeah. I've seen I've seen that part of it. You just I'm pretty get, sure I just watched it on YouTube. You just get hit by a brick wall out of nowhere. You're sprinting full speed with your eyes closed going into this movie. Like, oh, it's a Pixar movie. This is going to be a good <laughs> brick wall. What's the three saddest moments you can remember in a Pixar movie? Up, Inside Out. I was going to say maybe... Um, maybe Monsters, Inc. with Boo. That's what I was going to say. That one was pretty sad. Um, uh, That would probably be it, I would think. Well, there's other sad movies, other sad moments, obviously, but as... Like Toy Story three, movies. no Toy Story three, Toy Story three is up there. Yeah, yeah, I, I love yeah, up. I love the I love Doug, the dog. You never seen Doug the dog, Doug, Jason. Doug, Doug, He's Doug, hilarious. Doug, 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 Cracks me Doug, up. Doug, Doug, Doug. Little Boy Scout boy is cute. He's trying to help the old man. I remember there was a scene in the trailer because I saw the trailer for the movie, um, like when I saw another movie when I was a kid, and there was like a scene where he, I don't know. They're like the Boy Scout knocked on the door and he was like, Can I sell Boy Scout cookies? He's like, No. And then he knocked in and he's like, Can I come back in? Like they're floating or something. I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah. He, he finally leaves. They're going to tear down his house. He leaves. He floats into the sky and he hears a knock on the door while yeah. he's in the middle of the sky. And it's the little boy who's yeah. trying to get on his door. He's like holding on. He's like, Can I please come in? And he's just like, <laughs> Doesn't he? He's like, No. And closes the door. <laughs> I remember laughing as a kid at that. That's like the one thing about Up I remember. And I didn't even remember it that well. It's a fantastic movie, Jason. You need to watch it. I have my homework. I already forgot what it is. I'll write it down. Law-abiding citizen. I was always bad at homework as a kid, so it makes sense. <laughs> Your homework is up. All right. I'll watch it in Phoenix one of the nights with Riley. We go to bed. I love up. I love you. Love you too, Jason. What was number two on your list? Number two on my number list. Number two was Toy Story. Story. My number three is your number one. Your number Wally. three is my number one. 
Wally. Jason holds a place, special place in my heart. Why is that? Because it came out on my birthday. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is that really your only reason for ranking? No, movie? I love oh. this movie, but <laughs> I, it's fantastic. Great movie. I Very absolutely movie. love Wally. My one, two, or three honestly could have been interchanged, but I just thought about how much Cars meant to me and Toy Story meant to me. Maybe, like I said, it's going to sound backwards. Maybe from just a pure movie, I might have liked Wally more from a pure movie. But because of the things attached to Cars and Toy Story 2, I think that's what got them the edge. Fair enough. But Wally, yeah, fantastic movie. Absolutely incredible. I love Wally. I love Eva. I love the little cricket. <laughs> or cockroach or whatever. Yeah, cockroach. It's just a great movie. It's the best Pixar movie. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Riley, fun fact, as big of a Riley, as a Disney fan Riley is, she didn't see Wally till we started dating. No way. I had to, I showed it to her. Yeah. That's I had insane. to show it to her and she cried like a baby. I believe it. It's a fantastic movie. I love the I love the story. I love how everyone's all fat in their chairs and it was like <laughs> you know, that's that's the future we're coming to, Jason. You know what was a big woe for me? What's up? How there was a human character in the movie. Remember on the screen it was that one guy? He's like the mayor when they first leave. Remember they're watching like the old video and it's like the guy saying, like, Oh, we have to leave Earth. And it's like the human recording of him. Oh. Okay. You know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, like right? The live action or yeah. type thing. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's a real Wild. person in an animated movie. Have they done that in any other ones? I don't think so. Um, and Incredibles, or not Incredibles, Monsters University, I think they went in like that lob cabin, and I think it was... it was uh, Oh, yeah. it was live, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Or it was really good animation. I think you're right. I No, yeah, I think you're right. I think Maybe. Right too. I don't know. Either way, absolutely adore Wally. Great movie. I love the villain in it, the little little steering ship thing. There's a little plot twist going on. Yeah. This is great. You want to hear? You've been giving me some woes, Jason. You want a woe for yourself? I want to hear a woe because I've been woeing you up this episode, Jason. Whoa. Wally, everyone just sits in their chairs. They don't do nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, you could live that life. Yeah. Well. There are beds that lay down. They recline. Well, lay down. Beds are already flat. That's what I'm saying. But they go and then they recline up so you can okay, sit up. So they go up. They don't go down. They go up. Okay. You can watch your TV and everything. You can order literally everything you need on your phone and have it delivered to you. Well, you got to answer the door. You just yell, come in. <laughs> but we are not far away from living the Wally life, Jason. Well, I've been 800 Well, pounds. as freaking much as uh, we're destroying our atmosphere, I mean, maybe life. We're going to have to. We have to take a spaceship, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the guy. From Wally, the like the live action shot of the guy. Like, it should have been Elon Musk. That's that. Elon Musk. Major woe. Wally was made by time travelers in the future to tell us what's going to happen if we don't change our ways. I'm going to need someone to go back and scan Wally. Show me a Tesla symbol in the movie somewhere. By and large, is Tesla. Tesla starts automating everything. And so then Elon's. In, I think I kind of thought it was Costco, but continue. And then Elon's like, "All right, deuces, guys! I built the shape spaceship. We gotta go." And then everyone gets fat. That's why he sent the car to space. Yeah, because we're gonna go on the spaceship. <laughs> we're gonna go on the space. I'm trying to be serious. We're gonna go on the spaceship. And he's gonna be like, "Nah, suckers! I'm not staying on the spaceship. Deuces! You know, jump out of the spaceship, jump in his space car, and drive Roadster. back to Earth." Tesla Roadster. He's gonna be the first one back to Earth. Back to Earth. With his girlfriend, his weird girlfriend, and they're just going to smoke pot and light things on fire with their flamethrowers all day. Whoa. 
hashtag confirmed. Everyone tweet at Elon Musk that Wally was created by time travelers to foresee what Elon Musk is about to do to us. Wally is just or is by and large Amazon because they're doing all the drones and everything. Instead of they have like the automated robots that carry the boxes and stuff like the compactors for Wally. So it's not. Maybe, I think it's I, bro. I'm telling you right now, Jason. If Tesla and Amazon join forces. We're fucked. <laughs> I'm telling you now, we're fucked. Or, or major woe, Elon Musk is the time traveler that went back in time, and he's trying to save us from Jeff Bezos and Amazon. <laughs> this is insane. This is, this is hurting my brain with all this woe going on. Oh, my God. I'm actually going to tweet this at Elon Musk and hope no, he actually 100%. responds. Because he responds to people on Twitter and be like... Look, we have a decent amount of followers. Every single person needs to tweet Elon Musk, please. That he's a time traveler. We're going to start like... A, some dude's going to... Probably not. But imagine if some dude hears this and they make like a YouTube video that gets like 100 million. Not this 100 million, but next, like a million this views. This is going to be the next flat earth theory. <laughs> <laughs> Those, Al, next thing we know, Alex Jones is going to be talking about it. <laughs> I have facts. <laughs> <laughs> I know people. I can't tell you who they are, but I know people. <laughs> but yeah, Wally's a good movie, and it's by time travelers. You know what's a major whoa? Whoa. Is how all. How <laughs> you just said whoa instead of what? Is <laughs> uh, uh, how many, how, like the Pixar theory, how all the movies are intertwined. That's a major whoa for me. You know why they're intertwined? Because they're telling the future. Because he's from the future. <sighs> Dude. I mean, Elon Musk hasn't been related to Pixar at all, but maybe he's just, I don't know. He's the shadow operator of Pixar. He's trying to warn he's us. He's doing everything. He's warning us. He's on, Dude, the reason he's automating cars is so when shit hits the fan, everyone hops in their Tesla, gets on a spaceship, rolls out. He leaves cars behind that are going to be Wally. No, he leaves cars behind that are going to be freaking cars. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you, you missed a huge. We're like yelling into the mic right now. You missed a huge point of that plot, Ty. <laughs> you just blew your own mind. Tyler's dying of laughter right now. <laughs> this has been a great episode. All right, I think that's where we leave it off. I'm gonna, oh, let's recap our list, Jason. Why don't you tell us, everybody, your big story. In order? Yeah, starting from the bottom. All right, so we got Good Dino, Cars 2, Monsters U, Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Incredibles 2, Monsters, Inc. And then we go into our, my probably elite category, Cars 3, Inside Out, Ratatouille, Toy Story 3, Coco, Toy Story, Wally, Wall Elon Musk. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Bro. What? What? Trump wants to build a wall right now. When that wall goes up, <laughs> wall Elon Musk is going to save us all. <laughs> oh my god. Wally, Toy Story 2, and Cars. <laughs> I got uh, Cars 2, Cars 3, Monsters University, The Good Dinosaur. Wait, Cars 3 was your second to last? Yeah, it's 15. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Cars 2, Cars 3, Monsters University, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Incredibles 2, Ratatouille, Monsters, Inc., Cars, Inside Out, Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Toy Story 3, Up, Toy Story, and Wally coming in at number one. 
It's a good list, Ty. That's a great list. That's a great episode. Oh, God, that scared the crap out of me. Hi, Victoria. Are you home earlier than normal? Or are we recording later than normal? No, I usually come on. You guys usually do it on Thursday, and I usually am working. Mm. All right, well, you walked in literally right when we were wrapping up. Say that, in, say that into the mic. Oh, before you say it, Tyler is supposed to have an outro song ready and recorded and sent to me by the time I finish the podcast. So if there's a song, that means he did it. If there's not a song, that means he got lazy. There's going to be a song. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.